We have two very similar stories presented to us in Scripture today, namely our first reading and our gospel. And between the similar circumstances, the similar situations, the similar results, and even the similar teachings between them, they are very much alike. It's, harder prob- it's very hard to probably find a more parallel set of readings between the Old and the New Testament as we get today. In our first reading, we have this woman who gives all of her food to the prophet Elijah, literally everything to the point that she basically says, I have nothing left, I am going to die. And in our gospel, this old widow giving two coins into the treasury, literally her entire livelihood, entrusting it all to God. Two great acts of trust in God's providence and in his plan. And specifically in the gospel, this woman who gives of her entire livelihood. That's a pretty loaded word, our livelihood. It literally means the means of securing the necessities of our life. Giving that over entirely to God. But even that word livelihood uh, doesn't really communicate the full meaning of what Mark was trying to get at in this gospel. Because... Uh, the gospel was originally written in Greek, and the, wor- the Greek word that it uses is bios, like biology. Literally, our whole self, our whole being, almost our guts, everything put in that collection plate, everything put into that treasury, our giving of our entire self, our whole self. This woman gave all that she had. Her whole life was being placed in God's hands. She trusted God to secure the necessities of both her earthly life and her spiritual life. And each of us should have that same trust as well. But in this gospel specifically, Mark contrasts, and even Jesus contrasts, this woman versus these very wealthy Pharisees, these rich men who put in large sums of money. They might have had more money, but they had far less faith. Because they gave out of their excess. They still had so much more for their own livelihood. There was a lot of their livelihood that they were holding on to themselves. They were not handing over their entire livelihood to God. There was some part of their lives that they were not willing to give over to God. It's not so much about money as it is just who we are. Again, there was a part of them that they were still holding on to themselves and not giving to God. And this is a good I think, question or conundrum that we should place in front of ourselves today, especially today, because it can be easy for us to fall into, to give God only our excess and to not have to worry about the necessities of our life being dependent on God. Because let's be honest, a lot of us have those basic necessities taken care of, a roof over our head and food on our table. And again, I'm not talking about money in particular. It's, it's our lives. Who do we trust with everything? Because when we have much and we only give God our excess, there is more that we keep for ourselves. And in that circumstance, it becomes much easier to give God our second best, to give him lesser things, to not even give God our best at all. You know, the Old Testament is rife with story after story of the Israelites giving God their second best or keeping God out of certain areas of life. Most prominently, God would always call them out 
For when they would make a sacrifice in the temple, when they would have to give an animal up, they would either pick the thinnest one or the one with the most fat. They would keep the meatiest ones for themselves. And again, God is saying that that's nothing. That's not sacrifice. That's not worship. That's not love. Again, giving God only their excess, not giving them, not giving God everything, giving God everything. And St. Bede the Venerable actually has a very good quote about this. He says, God does not weigh the property, but he weighs the conscience of those who offer. It doesn't matter how much we give to God. It matters what is in our hearts when we give it, whether we are giving God our excess or our second best or whether we are giving him our best, whether we are giving him everything. But St. Bede also does something else interesting with this passage. He sort of draws a different metaphor from it. He basically says that this old woman, this woman placing those two coins in the treasury, is a metaphor for the church, our mother. In her poverty and in her simplicity, she gives all that she has to Christ. She has nothing to give him except her entire livelihood. And that must be us, brothers and sisters, especially in this day and age, because we have to be honest and say that the church has become poorer in these last few years. We're beset with secularism, a culture that is increasingly at odds with our way of life. And we can say that in prior generations, especially here in America, it was relatively easy to be Catholic because everyone else was doing it. It was more ingrained in our culture than what we have today. We could afford to give God excess rather than everything because you know, we could believe and follow Christ without having to put our entire heart and our entire soul into it. Now, by contrast, we have a much poorer church, a smaller church, we could even say, a church worn down by scandals, apathy, heterodoxy, a church that is, in a sense, sort of taken a beating. Our mother has become that poor widow. And as members of the church, we must take after our mother. So the time for giving God our second best is over. This is a day and age where we must give God our everything or give Him nothing at all. It is that simple. We have to simply ask ourselves, am I a strong Catholic or am I not? Will I let God into my entire life or will I keep him out entirely? That is the choice. We need to stop being rich Pharisees and start being poor widows. Because we cannot afford to give out of our excess as Catholics because if anything, we don't have excess anymore. So just skating by as a Catholic and maybe even only occasionally seeking out the sacraments doesn't cut it as much anymore. And even me as a priest, you know, in prior generations, a man could in theory join the seminary and become a priest and not have his whole heart into it. You know, because it was easy at the time. It was culturally acceptable. It was a stable way of living. But that is definitely not the case anymore. As a priest friend of mine says, we have to want it now. And I think every one of us as Catholics, we need to want it because we have to want it or else we're not going to be there, period. We must be pure offerings, offering everything that we have, putting it all on the line and not half-hearting it when it comes to our worship and our praise of God. So let's pray this week and maybe ask ourselves, where in my life 
Am I offering out of my excess? Where am I still holding on to myself? Where am I giving God something inferior? Or maybe even something secondhand? Let us take after that poor widow we hear in our gospel today. To give God everything. To give him the means of securing all the necessities of our life. To truly give him our livelihood.